everybody. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I am your host, Kylie Gable. It is July 28th. And tonight I'm going to try and record the um, July 30th as well as the August 6th and August 7th uh, episodes of the podcast. So bear with me. Um, I have a vacation coming up. I'm kind of excited. I'm going to Gen Con in Indianapolis, which I try to go to every year, but uh, just because I'm on vacation doesn't mean that the podcast is. So we're going to start off with part four of the Sissification of Brenda. Uh, another great story from from Sissy Brenda, narrated by Shayla Aspasia. And uh, both of them are so important to this podcast. Uh, please, if you get a chance, support our narrators. It means a lot. And uh, without further ado, here is the Sissification of Brenda, Part 4, as read by Shayla Aspasia. Sissification of Brenda. Written by Sissy Brenda. Narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Part 4. Ramona is well aware of my fear of women and inability to communicate clearly to attractive women. I generally try to avoid all such situations as they are very stressful. I cling to Ramona when we are out socially and she handles all interactions with women for me. She is my protector. Of course, sometimes I am out in the world on my own. Thankfully, this is not very often. But if I am out, say, doing errands for Ramona, it can get very stressful. Of course, I treat all women with the utmost respect and politeness that they all deserve as my superiors. I never ever want to come off as creepy. Some women will notice this and think I am a nice guy and try to engage me further, which is always very stressful for me. It's a fine line. I want to be respectful and not creepy, but I also want to minimize all contact with women, as I find it stressful and scary. It is the worst when I am not with Ramona, and I can't find something or I need help, and there are only women available for assistance. I will try and try on my own as a last resort, ask. I do my best remembering Mrs. Stern's lessons, but more often than not, I stutter and stammer and blush and struggle to talk to women, especially attractive women. I stare at the floor, but then remember to be respectful and have to look up at them. She makes me fearful. At the checkout counter, I smile, not wanting to be creepy, but will frequently lose the ability to speak unless it's absolutely necessary. For example, I would rather be accidentally overcharged paying for something than to have to point it out to a woman to correct it. I never ever want a confrontation with them. It would be terrifying. I've apologized to women for accidentally spilling food or drink on myself in a restaurant or for stumbling or dropping something. My default around women is to apologize for anything and everything. It is best for a pathetic sissy loser like me to avoid all unnecessary contact with women. I am so grateful to Ramona for sheltering me at home under lock and key where I belong. I am so lucky to have her. 
I continued to clean house for her in my maid's outfit. I had a lovely black French maid's outfit that I wore for this task. It required a second person to zip it up in the back, and it always gave me a thrill when Ramona zipped me up into it. One day, the zipper broke. I tried in vain to fix it, but could not. It was such a wonderful dress that we decided I should bring it to get it repaired. I brought it into a local laundromat that offered repair service. I dropped it off with a description that it was a dress that needed the zipper repair, and they took it without looking at it. Two weeks later, I dropped by to pick it up. The two seamstresses that looked at me said something to each other in Spanish, then burst out laughing as they handed me the newly zippered dress. I guess it was obvious the dress was my size and I was mortified and couldn't say a word as I paid for it. They continued laughing as I squeaked out a thank you and ran out the door. Birthdays. My birthdays are always absolutely the best day of the year. We play for a couple of hours on my birthday. Every year I draft up a proposed birthday agenda. Believe it or not, Ramona does not approve or participate in every demeaning, debasing thing I can dream up. But she surprises the hell out of me with what she'll happily go along with. Our word for my eating her out is sitting, which is a remnant from when she used to sit on my face while I ate her out. She told me she preferred to lie on her back for that rather than sitting on my face, so of course that is how we do it now but we still call it sitting. On my birthday, Ramona gets to sit a lot as a tease so that she is quite horny the whole time she humiliates me. Ramona will peg me only once a year on this holy day, my birthday. This special day, she wears her dominatrix outfit and she pegs me twice, once while my cock is locked in a cage and then again after she unlocks me to allow me to come in my frilly panties and maid's outfits with the rear of the panties pulled down. There are hard but little bubbles of rubber on the base of her dildo that rub her clit so that she's ramming me hard keeps her quite sexually aroused. Of course, she's already very horny from sitting so much and she has a huge incentive with those stimulating bubbles to really grab my hips and fuck my ass hard. It always feels so good and I move my ass into her strap on like the sissy slut that I am. Of course, while she won't ever talk about it afterwards, it's obvious to me that she really enjoys herself and really gets off. I know she's orgasmed while ramming me. When I'm finally unlocked and she fucks my ass, she lies on my back and calls me names like sissy loser and I moan like a girl until I fill my pink panties with cum. Then she just lies on my back with her cock still in my ass, and I say, Wish we could sleep like this. That always makes her laugh. I worship this woman so much. I am so lucky to have her. She has two dildos. One is very large. She uses this large one on my mouth. Right after she sits as a tease, she'll stand, or sometimes lean back in an easy chair. And while I'm handcuffed and back, and she will grab my head with one hand and force her large cock into my mouth with the other. She's already very horny and really thrusts her hips hard and rams her cock into my mouth. She'll do this for a couple of minutes. My eyes will water and I will gag. 
If I start choking, she'll pull out and let me have a few gasps of air before she shoves her cock back in again. Sometimes she is so horny, she'll moan while grabbing my head with both hands, thrusting her hips, and I'm pretty sure she had an orgasm to this as well. Finally, she'll pull out, leaving me to hang my head, gasping in shame as she casually adjusts the volume on the TV. For at least a week leading up to my birthday, I am locked in chastity. We'll go out to eat a couple of times, and she'll wear the key dangling down to her cleavage. As we get up to leave, she'll say loudly, You take the car keys? I have your other key. With emphasis on the other. Don't know if anyone has ever figured it out, but it embarrasses me, and thus excites me anyway. Here is a typical birthday agenda. A humiliating birthday. Brenda is still locked. Dominant wife babe is the key owner. Both get dressed downstairs. Dominant wife babe, dominatrix dress, black shiny panties, thigh high leather boots. Oh my god, you're so freaking hot, Ramona. I totally do not deserve you. Sorry. Brenda cleans up the kitchen, of course, counter, sink, etc. Begin escapades. Dominant wife babe gets to sit as a tease, then gives Brenda a forceful, over-the-knee spanking. Thirteen times, very hard. Please spank as hard as possible, thank you. Drinks are consumed while watching Dominant wife babe, choice of TV shows. Brenda brings to wife whatever she orders. First commercial break, Brenda kisses dominant wife babe's ass for two to three minutes while wife plays butt plug remote control. Second commercial break, dominant wife babe stands over Brenda, who is on her hands and knees in the kitchen scrubbing the floor. Wife spills food and drinks and spits on the floor, grinds the mess with her boots, and gets pissed at Brenda's maid incompetent scrubbing. Wife angrily kicks Brenda maid in the ass many times and laughs, too. Third commercial break, dominant wife babe walks very slowly around the room, drinking alcohol, while Brenda is on her hands and knees, desperately trying to kiss wife's ass. Fourth commercial break, dominant wife babe sits on Brenda's back, spanking 13 times as hard as possible. Brenda made thanks dominant wife babe, then grovels at her boots. Wife turns on the remote control plug and then plays with herself thinking about hot baseball and hockey players and drinks alcohol. Fifth commercial break. While dominant wife babe and Brenda are both standing, wife forces Brenda's head down with one hand, gives 13 spankings as hard as possible with the other hand. Please, oh please spank very hard, thank you. Wife then orders Brenda to hold her pink dress showing off her pretty panties. Wife sits back down, flashes Brenda, drinks alcohol, and plays with her butt plug remote control until next commercial break. Sixth commercial break, wife sits as a tease. Then Dawn's strap-on and uses it on Brenda's rear while Brenda is still locked. She grabs Brenda's hips and really gives it to her, calling her a sissy loser. Seventh commercial break, Dominant wife babe snaps leash on Brenda's pink collar and leads her into the bathroom and orders Brenda to hold her head down. Wife then spanks Brenda very hard for the final 14 times. 
feel free to be pissed and spank extra hard for being asked to do this. Commercial break, dominant white babe sits as a tease and sits in big black chair, dons strap on, cuffs Brenda in back and then grabs and forces Brenda's head to suck for three minutes or so. Please be extremely forceful, verbal humiliation encouraged, pathetic sissy loser, pansy, fairy, tiny dick, etc. Humiliate me. Ninth commercial break. Dominant wife babe sits for real, dawn strap on, then unlocks Brenda. The wife rams her cock and sissy Brenda's ass forcefully while reading War and Peace, checking Facebook, eating a sandwich, etc. After my last birthday, I finally realized that getting fucked in the ass by her is the pinnacle of fun and achievement for me on so many levels. It shows clearly her superiority and dominance over me. It shows the fact that I am nothing but a lowly, pathetic sissy loser dressed in my pink maid outfit, high heels, large breasts, blonde wig, taking it up the ass from the beautiful, great, sexy woman dressed all in black in her short, tight, dom dress and black boots as she enjoys ramming her dildo into my sissy ass i moan with pleasure at how good and natural it feels it makes me sad that it happens only once a year i approached ramona with an offer i would be willing to forgo most of my birthday list if she would use her strap on me twice a year instead of once a year presumably on my half birthday she said she would take it under advisement. Fingers crossed. On a daily basis, I cannot believe how lucky I am to have found Ramona. The fact that I don't deserve her and that she is too good for me is common knowledge in our house. It's a mantra, even. And the fact that she agrees with me even makes it incredible. Knowing that not only am I inferior to all women, but that especially includes my beautiful, sexy wife. She bought me a pink collar that reads Sissy. She fastened a leash to it while I was handcuffed and backed and penis gagged in front. She led me around the house while I stumbled in my heels and said, you need more heel training. A couple of days a week, she would do this for an hour or so, and she did not walk slowly. Eventually, I got better. One time she was leading me around and her phone rang. It was her friend. She sat down in a chair while I stood at attention next to her leashed. After a long call, we continued with my heel lesson. I eventually stopped having sex altogether. I was more interested in her ass and she was more interested in oral sex and not my penis. She dressed up in tight miniskirts, stockings, black shiny panties. I dressed in my pink maid outfit, bra with breast forms, pink panties, pink garter belts, stockings, and pink heels with a wig and a little makeup. We bought a wood paddle with holes in it and she spanks me hard several times and then I get to kiss her mini skirted ass. Another paddling and then I give her oral sex. She tells me you need to be spanked constantly. Who am I to disagree? There's nothing more delightful than a red ass and pink panties. Finally, some more hard wax, and I get to hump the ottoman with my face buried into her black pantied ass. Sometimes I'm handcuffed in the back. She loves to grab my head and push it into her ass and call me a sissy. 
One day we were doing this and she called me a pathetic loser. I exploded in my panties and she laughed hysterically. I don't know if she actually believed this, but she saw my reaction. And so she was happy to humiliate me with these magic words to make me happy. It's also quite possible she believes this and yet still loves me dearly. I know I believe that this is what I am. One day calling me tiny dick sissy faggot again laughed hysterically when that caused another panty feeling eruption. I love her so much she continued to call me out for my tiny penis and not just during our sex play. Never thought it was that small, but it's four inches maximum. And as Ramona one day explained to me, right after I'd eaten her out, she needed more. It was both the truth as well as a turn on for me for some reason. She loved me very much and I had a great tongue, but given my small size and sissiness, surely I'd understand her need for bigger cock. She suggested a seven inch strap on for me, which of course meant that I'd have to be locked up in chastity. She pushed me onto the bed, eyeing my strap-on dildo with lust. With the key to my little cage dangling around her neck, she climbed on top of me. She handcuffed me to the headboard and then rides my strap-on hard and moans with pleasure, fantasizing about one day finally getting fucked by a real man. Her beautiful breasts are encased in her black leather blouse showing ample cleavage as she rides the dildo, bouncing up and down. No, you can't touch them, not while you are handcuffed. That's what a real man gets to do, she laughed at me. I just kept staring. I drool over the side of her beautiful body, her long black hair cascading over me, the key to my cage bouncing back and forth over her beautiful black leather cleavage but I'm locked in your little cage. Too bad, isn't it? Ramona has multiple orgasms thinking about other men. She certainly loves that thick dildo I'm wearing, but I get no release. She climbs off of me, cleans herself off, and takes a shower. Lucky if she'll unlock the handcuffs right away. But that little cage, uh-uh, she laughs at me. No soup for you, tiny dick sissy loser. She laughs. This satisfied Ramona for a few years, but one day after she had ridden my strap on, she said, Brenda, I need the real thing, as she unlocked me. The thought of this conflicted me, my lovely wife, with another man, but I just wanted to make her happy more than anything else in the world, and I could not satisfy her with my tiny four inches. I don't know what to say. She pointed to the bulge in my panties and laughed. You are incorrigible, you pathetic sissy. You want this as much as me. I couldn't deny it. This was only the beginning of the next chapter in my life. Saturday night, we headed out to the bar. Ramona was dressed in tight black miniskirt with thigh-high boots. Her beautiful long black hair cascaded down over her tight magenta blouse, showing ample cleavage. Around her neck dangled the key to my one-inch chastity cage. I wore my normal guy clothes, jeans, and a baseball hat with sneakers, but Ramona had me wear a pink button-down dress shirt. Underneath, I wore my pink bra, pink maid outfits, pink panties, pink garter, hot pink stockings, my one-inch cock cage, and a vibrating butt plug. We walked into the bar and took seats at opposite ends of the bar, 
Ramona waved to me and smiled. She fingered the chastity key to taunt me and smirked when I shifted uncomfortably in my chair. Then I saw her play with her phone for a bit and suddenly my butt plug started vibrating and I also fell off my chair. She burst out laughing. About 10 minutes later, just as Ramona ordered a second drink, a large blonde man sat down next to her. They started chatting almost immediately and I saw her hand disappear under the bar. I saw Ramona gesture to me and they both looked over at me and laughed. My little dicklet was trying to get hard in the cage and I shifted uncomfortably again. She showed him her phone and turned up the vibration in my butt plug. They looked over at me and started laughing again. Finally, I saw Ramona whisper in his ear. Hey there, Bill, and walked over to me. Ramona introduced Jeff to me, telling him I was her sissy maid and soon-to-be cuckolded husband. He towered over me by a foot. He chuckled and extended his hand, which almost crushed mine. Ramona said, Brenda, please drive us home. She added in a loud voice, don't worry, I'll turn off that vibrating butt plug up in your ass. Two women sitting nearby turned to look at me and started cracking up. In the car I drove while Jeff and Ramona sat in the back seat for 20 minutes during the drive home. I heard smooching, moaning, and the sounds of hands running over each other's clothes. An hour later, I'm strapped to a chair wearing my pink maid outfit, pink panties, pink garter, hot pink stockings, and my five-inch pink heels with my hands cuffed behind my back. Butt plug up my ass, penis gag in my mouth, tiny penis locked up, Ramona and Jeff at six foot four. He was a young baseball player from the local minor league team. They're having wild sex and moaning. I was filled with immense joy to see Ramona so sexually satisfied. It hit me that I had never been able to fulfill this need for her. And this made me so happy for her. My whole life, all I've wanted to do was make her happy as possible. And I started crying tears of joy for her. They finish exhausted. Finally, Ramona gets up and pulls the filled condom off of Jeff. She puts on a black pair of shiny panties and unties and unlocks me. Then she orders me over to the ottoman. She bends over, spills the contents of the condom down the ass crack of her panties, grabs my head, and buries it into her pantied ass, laughing. Get busy with that ottoman, my tiny dick sissy husband. Ramona invited Jeff to stay the night. After I came in my panties, she locked me back up. Then she climbed back into bed with Jeff and ordered me out of the room and to close the door. She said I could sleep on the couch if I wanted to. She also had a little bell next to bed and told me to listen for it, and I'd better come running when I heard it. Yes, dear, I said meekly. I closed the door and stood there listening to them kissing and fondling. It sounded like they were actually having sex again. Holy alpha male Batman, I had no idea men could be so virile. I changed into fresh panties and decided that the kitchen could use some more cleaning. I could hear them carrying on upstairs loudly. Although I was so happy for Ramona, I admit it did give me an odd feeling hearing them carrying on in my own bedroom. Finally, I decided to try and sleep. I made up the bed from the pull-out sofa. It did finally appear to be quiet from the bedroom and I drifted off to sleep. 
I dreamt that Ramona was all dressed up having dinner with some man I didn't know, hanging all over him. I was at a table nearby eating by myself. A large handwritten sign was in the middle of my table and it simply said Sissy in large pink letters. Ramona and her date would look over at me ever so often and burst out laughing. I was woken up by the loud noises of Ramona and Jeff making love again. This repeated itself throughout the night. I drift off to sleep only to be woken up by passionate sex noises from my bedroom. I lost count how many times. How could they possibly have sex so much? It was a revelation for me. Even back when we still had sex, I could never do it more than once at a time and my load would just kind of dribble out. I was woken up from a deep sleep by the ringing of a bell. Oh shit. I could not disappoint Ramona. I quickly put on my maid dress and heels. Thankfully, I slept in my stockings, garter belt and panties, and ran to the bedroom. It's about fucking time, sissy, said a pissed off Ramona. I'm sorry, dear, I said curtsying low. I don't want to hear it, she said. Your role has always been to serve me and to make me happy. Yes, dear, I agree. Well, I'm not happy with your laziness. Go get us some breakfast ASAP, she paused. Now, she yelled and I scurried out of the room. In the kitchen, I realized she didn't give me any specifics on what they wanted. I cracked some eggs and made each of them two eggs over easy. As we're frying, I made a pot of coffee and popped toast in the toaster. Then I poured orange juice into two glasses. I was nervous because I didn't want to piss Ramona off again. All I wanted from life is to serve her as best as I can and make her happy. I worked as quickly as I could and hoped it'd be acceptable. I put the eggs and toast on two plates with a dish of butter for the toast, two mugs of coffee with cream and sugar on the side, two glasses of OJ silverware and napkins, and put everything on two trays and carried them upstairs, just as I heard the bell ringing again. Oh no, I thought to my dismay. I entered the room and Ramona was glaring at me. It's about fucking time, you lazy sissy. I'm so sorry, dear, I said, and Jeff, I added. Jeff seemed amused by the whole thing. You will be sorry later, that's for sure, Ramona added ominously. I stood there at attention next to the bed waiting for further instructions. You're creeping us out, Brenda, said Ramona, not quite as angry as before. Go stand outside the door. We'll call you when we need you. She waved her hand at me dismissively. I stood outside the door listening to them eating and cooing at each other. Finally, I heard Jeff say, Okay, Brenda, we're finished. You can get our trays. I had never taken direction from anyone other than Ramona, but I knew better than to question this. As if reading my mind, Ramona chimed in, Whatever Jeff gives you an order, sissy, you treat that order as though it came from me. Is that understood? Yes, dear, I said, curtsying low. Good. Go clean this up and clean yourself up. You're a mess. You need to redo your makeup. I'll ring for you when I want you. I'm so lucky to be able to serve her. They spent much of the day in bed acting like young lovers discovering sex. I guess after having been married to me and my sorry little cock for so long, Ramona really was rediscovering sex. I busied myself with household chores. Finally around 5.30, they came downstairs. Ramona, who has always been an excellent cook, said, I'm going to make dinner for Jeff and I. We'll be eating in the dining room, and I expect you to serve us like a proper maid. After we have eaten and you have cleaned up in there, you may make and eat your dinner. Yes, dear, I said. It was a filet mignon marinated in red wine. 
with squash and a tossed salad. It smelled and looked delicious. I poured them both several glasses of wine, and I saw Ramona look into Jeff's eyes with lust and lean over and kiss him. They kissed for several minutes and stood up, hungrily grabbing each other's ass and ran upstairs back into the bedroom. Ramona called to me over her shoulder. I'll ring for you when you can bring us dessert. Yes, dear, I said, but they disappeared into the bedroom before she could hear me. They were as loud as ever, moaning and even screaming in ecstasy. Well, I cleaned up in the dining room and the kitchen, ensuring it was spotless. I ate a frozen pizza in silence while Jeff and Ramona carried on in the bedroom. It finally quieted down and I heard the bell ringing. I ran up to their room. Wait, I thought, is this my bedroom? Their room? I buried the thought and opened the door. Ramona was lying on the bed and beautiful as ever. Her long black hair cascaded down over her pretty black camisole. She was wearing my favorite black shiny panties of her. She saw my look and said, Jeff loves how sexy I look in my panties for him. Before I had a chance to react, I took in Jeff. He was standing almost a foot taller than me. He was naked and his cock, though not erect, hung down impressively. It had to be three, maybe even four or five times as large as my cock, even when it wasn't all locked up in my tiny pink cage. Jeff was also holding the paddle. Ramona smiled as she saw me take it all in. You were very late this morning, Brenda. That is disrespectful to both Jeff and me. You were going to be punished for that, just as I promised. But I know how much you like spanking, so Jeff will be administering your punishment. I suspect you won't like that as much, Brenda. My eyes grew wide. Bend over the bed, sissy, he commanded. I did as I was told. Jeff lifted up my skirt. I was grateful he did not pull down my pink panties. Ramona continued, he's going to give you 25 spanks. I thought to myself, that's not so bad. Bring it on. I like being spanked. She continued, I want you to count these, Brenda, and after each one, thank Jeff for fucking your wife. Before I had a chance to absorb that, he smacked with full force. Ow, I cried. I remember quickly to add one, thank you for fucking my wife. Smack. Ow, too, thank you for fucking my wife. I had never received any spankings this hard in my life. This hurt. He continued wailing away on my pantied ass. By 25, I was crying. My ass must have had blisters. Ramona spoke. I did not get the sense you really meant it. The next 15 spanks are going to be on your bare ass, Brenda. And you thank Jeff for fucking me? Say it like you really mean it, or else. Before I could react... I felt my panties being lowered, and then another blistering smack. Ow, I sobbed. Twenty-six. Jeff, thank you so much for fucking my wife, I shouted. Ramona laughed at that. Good, Brenda, she said, laughing. Smack. Ow, I cried, tears flowing hard. I was a mess. Twenty-seven. Jeff, thank you so much, sniffle, for fucking my wife. I was bawling so hard it was difficult to keep count and to continue to thank Jeff for fucking Ramona enthusiastically, but I gave it my best effort. This was not a fun spanking, no. When Jeff finished with me, I was a blubbering mess curled up on the floor. Ramona gave me a few minutes then said, I hope you learned your lesson, Brenda. You are to serve me faithfully and quickly. Don't ever be late again. Is that understood? Yes, dear, I sobbed. 
Good. Now grovel at Jeff's feet and thank him for your punishment. I did as I was told. It was easy since I was already on the floor. Thank you, Jeff, for my punishment, I said. Then I added, and thank you so much for fucking my wife. That brought a chuckle out of both of them. Ever the gentleman, Jeff said, you're welcome, Sissy Brenda. I was dismissed by Ramona for now and ran to the bathroom to examine my blistered butt. I applied some lotion, which stung a bit. Sitting down was going to be difficult for the next day or two, I suspected. I lay down on my sofa bed and tried to get comfortable. I am so lucky to have Ramona. Hope you enjoyed that. That was The Sissification of Brenda, part four, as written by Sissy Brenda and as narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Um, I am definitely not left on my trip yet, but I will definitely be packing when this airs. And um, I always come back inspired. Gen Con is just such an interesting place. It always gives me all sorts of story ideas. So um, I will be back in a little over a week. And uh, I will be recording uh, the next podcast right after this one. But then the one uh, after that. I will be back in Chicago for. So, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, hope you'll be back next week. I will be too. Take care.